All right, Inappropriate Earl is back. Thank you guys for all the love and support for the recent uh, broadcast from the Comedy Store. I'll be doing uh, more episodes there live. Uh, I'll let you know when that happens. Now, today is uh, its probably the first out of, I think, 310 episodes that I've had someone running for political office, and I'm very excited. It's not Donald Trump. It's not Kamala Harris. Uh, I live in West Hollywood, as you guys know, and West Hollywood is a very... Uh, it's a politically charged city, uh, which I find strange because it's only a 1.9 square mile uh, city, but there's a lot of action in those uh, under two miles. And uh, the politics can be uh, almost like the nation politics are going on right now, very dismissive and uh, divisive. And I have a lady here who is running for West Hollywood City Council to hopefully win and uh, create some new blood. Please welcome Noemi Torres. Thank you so much, Earl, for having me. No, I'm uh, so fascinated by uh, politics. I don't vote, to be honest with you, because I've never found a politician that I believe what they're saying. Well, see, I'm not a politician. I'm trying to be of service, so maybe I can persuade you to vote for the first time this year. But we'll see. We'll see. Well, I would. Like, I just... uh, (laughs) I followed, uh, I had a friend of mine, uh, Matt Ralston, Mm -hmm. who ran for city council. He's Mm -hmm. a comic. Mm -hmm. And he was so fed up with um, how West Hollywood's run. He's like, I'm going to do something about it. And he didn't win, but I admired him for like taking the initiative. Mm -hmm. And uh, because West Hollywood, I've lived here since right after 9-11. It's the only way I know how to remember. Yeah. So 20 years. And it's gone downhill, uh, especially the last five years, mm. to my eyes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just curious to know why why has it gone downhill so fast? Yeah, well, no. Well, again, thank you for having me. I have been actually here 17 years. I'm born and raised in Mexico, moved up to Seattle when I was 13 years old, so I'm an immigrant. And when I moved here in 2003, I have been really, truly been around West Hollywood most of the time and started being of service in 2011-12 with the Women's Advisory Board and now the Public Facilities Commission. And yeah, I've noticed a shift in how leadership is run, how there's somewhat of a lack of accountability with city council, as well as um, the lack of transparency and some developments that are happening in the area. So I thought, you know, I think it's important for new people to get their voices heard, new blood, just like you said, and get new opportunities, especially for women and women of color, to be able to provide the leadership that the uh, demographics, which have changed. We have now 11% of Latinos in West Hollywood. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. And so we must be able to make sure that we are providing the leadership and being able to hear everyone, not just um, conveniently developers and, you know. So I'm here to be able to be of service to the community. And I think the reason that you've noticed a little bit of um, downturn when it comes to the area is because we've kind of lacked. You know how sometimes you have someone that's working with you in like five, six years, the actual um quality of the work they're doing you yes. know it, 
they people get comfortable and and it is what it is but it's time for us to be able to have the opportunity to to serve with the city council well i mean it does seem to my untrained eyes i mean i'm just a stand-up comic uh, that there's almost too much development going on uh and i know it's good for the income like the uh and I apologize to the non-California listeners. I'm going to mention some streets and intersections you may not be familiar with. But say from Doheny to uh, Lapeer, uh, there seems to be that gigantic development that's just creating havoc with traffic. And uh, there's the development uh, across the street uh, on the same side as the Troubadour. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, Which we're trying to save, by the way. Hopefully, we'll be able to do that. Those are condos and uh, apartments. Uh, it's a mixed use, but I'm talking about the Tropador. Uh, there is a community that's standing up, and I'm supporting them to make sure that we're able to either make it a historical building or and or make sure that we're able to save the Tropador. I mean, it just we're getting a lot of artists together, so we need you. Oh, I mean, the Tropador is. Uh... It's where Elton John did his first. Exactly. Uh, Maybe we can ask him to come. Elton John, are you listening? He might be. Uh, this <laughs> podcast has a wide range of listeners, straight, gay, old, young. Um, I mean, I've gone to so many concerts at the Troubadour. I'll mm-hmm. cry if it goes out of business. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's such an iconic uh, venue that even if you don't like the music that or the bands that are played there, you still don't want it to go away. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, I mean, Guns N' Roses played there, and, and, and uh, you know, James Taylor. When they started, and, like, you yeah. know, you got to see them when they were, they were just starting, when they were fresh. When they were literally looked yes. like five homeless guys. Uh, <laughs> I think that, I don't want to turn this into a Guns N' Roses podcast. but Oh, that's when, okay. We can go there, too. I like Guns N' Roses. But when they signed to Geffen Records, which is another iconic building that has just kind of faded away. Mm-hmm. uh David Geffen, who's an iconic in the West Hollywood community, yes. he thought they were five homeless guys. He didn't even know they were a band, and <laughs> he wanted them out of his office. Oh my he gosh! Called the cops and like, no, this, you're signing these guys. That is interesting. Um, now speaking of homeless, yes, and I know this is a controversial subject because it's they're people. I mean, they're as important in life as you and I are. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed specifically in the last five years the increase in uh, not just homelessness but i guess their aggressive behavior and am i wrong and because i was at the dog park last night Mm -hmm. and these two ladies were there um, and they said can we ask you a question i'm like oh boy i'm really shouldn't be the uh (laughs) representative of west hollywood but sure it's like are there a lot of homeless people around here or is it us and I'm like, well, in my untrained opinion, it seems that Beverly Hills pushes them east, and then the Fairfax Russian Jewish uh, congregation, they kind of push them west, so we're just in the middle. A- am I wrong in that? Uh, is I mean, how come there seems to be a, a, an overabundance of homeless in this area? Well, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to San Pedro in downtown yeah. or uh, Alvarado Street or other locations that you have seen a tremendous amount of increase in tents. We, As you notice, there's no tents in West Hollywood, but no. there is a lot of mental health 
uh, that I'm really uh, making sure that we're able to because it actually is a it's a human human rights violation for them to get arrested. However, I think it's important for us to help them. So we need to go up like legislation and change it in in a way that we're able to not arrest them, but have a, a way of supporting them by keeping them safe as well as we want the community safe. But yes, I mean, everybody's kind of not wanting them on their street, not wanting them anywhere. And that's exactly what you're saying is like anybody can be a step away from homelessness, especially right now during COVID. Oh, sure. You know, people are not able to buy like work or pay their bills or, you know, I could be pretty close from homelessness, honestly. So I I think it's important that we're able to provide them with a safe haven. We don't have a shelter, but we do have nonprofit organizations such as Asensia, uh, the LGBT Center that provides the support that the city of West Hollywood gets grants to. But I also think that they should at least have an opportunity to go to the restroom or have a shower or have a place to the cooling center, unfortunately, is so close today because there's a power a expected power outage, but it's what, 90 degrees it's outside? Hot. It's hot. It's over that. So it is important for us to know that everybody is responsible for each other and we have to have empathy and make sure that we watch over each other. Just like the neighbors, there are neighbors. And if oh, they're sure. experiencing homelessness, we want to make sure that we provide them with the support that they need. Not necessarily people think that it would open a shelter or a safe haven in West Hollywood that they will actually, no, we will, will actually probably uh, attract other people experiencing homelessness. But I think at least if we can get someone, one person, two people out of homelessness, that's like a big win. Post that, once they become housed, we need to provide them with the opportunity to have someone that can watch over them because sometimes they forget to take their medicine if they're on medicine. Sometimes they, miss being as surprising as that is miss being with their community that they've made out in the street so they go back on the street yeah no i feel bad yeah. uh I, I certainly don't want to come off anti-homeless no 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 but it's just like it's gotten so bad in west hollywood um and i'm on um basically i don't want to give out my exact uh, intersection <laughs> but uh you're pretty close to where the action happens. Well, oh, hell, I'll just say it. I'm <laughs> on the corner of uh, Larrabee and Cynthia, uh, and it's just, uh, it's gotten so bad here at night that I take Lois, my dog, to Beverly Hills and walk her. Like, mm. I get, I put her in the car, and because I've, uh, I'm a pretty big guy and all, but I, you know, there's a lot of nighttime activity around here that I would like to see um, cleaned up. You know, and it's not just homeless, but, uh, I find with most of the bars right now being closed uh, that, you know, people who would normally be at the bars are just wandering around the streets. Uh, and it, it just makes me sad to see, uh, you know, the same people in charge and like nothing's changing, but they still want you to vote for them. Right, exactly. I mean, we do have resources in West Hollywood that is are important to know. For example, I need to tell you about this. We have an app. It's called the West Hollywood Official City App, and it's called City of WeHo. And you're able to actually open services. For example, um, we have one of your neighbors have told me that there's a lack of lighting for safety. Yes. So we have a public safety commission in which they get together. If someone has a, an issue with something like that, you're able to open a ticket 
you don't call the sheriff's department. You open a ticket, you tell them what's happening. There are some resources with the numbers. Unfortunately, that's one some that's something that I really want to work on when I'm in city council is, for example, Asensia has Monday through Friday, eight to five uh, work. But when the activity happens is in the evening and weekends, and we don't have those type of um, support. Right. We also have the ambassador program that you're able to call if there's any safety issues. The people on the bikes, block by block. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're super cool. They're always there. If you have any issues whatsoever, they're always available to support in those situations that you just need to have like uh, someone to watch over you or whatever. Not that you need it, but I'm just oh, saying I for do. everyone... For everyone that that would need some sort of support that way, because my uh, experiences with the sheriff's department, which is you know basically mm-hmm. across the street, uh, they haven't been the best. Uh, and I love the police. Like, if someone ever breaks into this house, I'm not calling my friends. I'm calling a sheriff. Uh, but I had an incident maybe about eight to nine months ago uh, where I was walking with my dog and my girlfriend, and we see a a black transgendered girl. Uh, she'd clearly been attacked because uh, her lower garments were ripped and um, she was walking in and out of the street. She looked like Mike Tyson had hit her. Mm. And so she drops right in front of, right on the corner of Palm in Santa Monica so by the yogurt store. And uh, we see, it's a long story, so I'm trying to get through it. Uh, we see a white guy with a backpack. He's kind of looking around. He's hunched over her. He picks her up. We thought, oh, he's a good Samaritan. And then just something didn't seem right, and he, he's carrying her through the alley. He's rushing her up Larrabee. And so me and my girlfriend just, we better see what this is developing into. Right. And we see this gentleman push her down behind the bushes. So we both run up there. And he was about to uh, sexually assault her because um, his pants were unzipped. He's rifling through her purse. And we stopped, in our opinions, a, a rape and robbery. Mm. We call the sheriffs. First call, we'll be right there. What's going on? I said, oh, it's a black transgender girl's been attacked. The assailants left. Hour later, second call. Uh, it's Friday night, dude. The desk sergeant. Uh, we got a lot of things going on. I'm like, I just told you I stopped a rape and robbery. So finally, my girlfriend calls us. Listen, I'm pregnant, and we just stopped. Two minutes later, the cops show up, and they gave me a total attitude. And like, why didn't you call an ambulance? I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I think I just stopped a crime. I thought you guys would be the one. And and he he didn't treat the, the victim very nicely. He was kind of dismissive. And I, this is just one example, but it, you know, especially in um, today's environment where some people don't have a favorable view of the police. Do you think there could be something done to bridge that gap in West Hollywood? Because uh, and I know the sheriffs are under a lot of pressure. There there aren't like in this example a Friday night. I'm sure they get a lot of wacky calls, but. I was just so put off by that interaction. Uh, is there anything that could be done to maybe make the sheriffs and the, the community um, understand each other better? Yeah, I, I think there is room for growth when it comes to supporting the community in that way. I, I agree that there needs to be reform in the police department. 
not only by educating them and knowing how it is that they are able to support those type of situations, um, the public also needs to know like what it is that we are able to do more efficiently as well. And like you said, like you didn't know that they were not the first ones to call. Maybe 911 was better. Maybe the fire department was better. Maybe the brand ambassador was better. But there is room for growth when it comes to the, the, the police department that they're able to to know how to handle those situations. The demographics are changing. And yes, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're tired and, and they don't know how to handle it. If there is one bad seed, it needs to be removed. There has been an issue, maybe a couple in the last four or five years and actually last weekend when there was a protest. There was a protester that got, um, that suffered some sort of a, uh, issues with his leg or her leg right. um, by the sheriff. And we don't know exactly what, what they're doing yet uh, to reprimand or know what happened. But there is a lot of room. There's room for empathy, room for education, and being able to provide more support to the community. Because this is a contract city. I don't know if you know this, but the sheriff's department is contracted by the city of West Hollywood. We don't have our own police department like Beverly Hills does. So they're like LA sheriffs who mm -hmm. are stationed in West yes. Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Cause that's the vibe I got uh, in this particular case. And not that one case, you know, measures the whole situation, but this uh, particular sheriff didn't seem like he was from around here. I could just tell. And uh, he just had an attitude of, uh, Dude, it's the neighborhood. Uh, she's on drugs. And he was almost like teasing her because she was more or less unconscious and he was doing some weird uh, pressure point hold to wake her up. And it's like, dude, she's been assaulted. Mm -hmm. She's not just drunk. Or mm -hmm. uh, and, he, and most sheriffs, because I interact with a lot of them at the comedy store who they go up there and check on us and they're awesome yeah but it was i was depressed for like a month after this interaction mm. it was like i'm not going to report anything like if this is the reaction that's uh gonna be uh, i'm just gonna if i see a crime just let it happen and um it was just really depressing to so i want new leadership in this city council uh there's a lot of work to do. There's a lot of work to do, and there's a lot of capable individuals that are running, um, including myself. I'm not going to say that, that I'm not, uh, but I, I do have a lot of empathy, and I have a lot of stamina to be able to do that, and I want to listen to the community. I want to be in support of it, and I'm not doing this for me. Like I never thought that I would be doing this. I, I know that there is opportunity for me to be able to be the voice and the change that the community deserves, and um, some of the one of the two incumbents is running with the experience and that there's no room for uh, amateurs. And, you know, that makes me kind of question what kind of empathy um, that individual has. And I want to make sure that um, that we're able to, to to be clean and transparent, have integrity with what we're doing. Uh, I don't call myself a politician. I call myself a servant to the community. I'm of service. So this is why, why I'm doing this. Well, I've noticed, without mentioning names, I'll, I'll let you do that for the debates. Uh, but just We have a forum, actually, tomorrow with we, the we, West Hollywood Chamber. Where is it? Can people uh, it's go? It's virtual. It's virtual. It's at 5 oh. p.m., and you're able to register. It's going to be with the uh, Women's Voters as well as uh, the, we, the West Hollywood Chamber. 
and supported by Channel 4. Oh, great. Yeah, uh, so I'll send you the link oh, please to register. Do. It's, uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, forum. Um, it's with the League of Women Voters of Los Angeles. Oh, that's and great. And it's a Zoom meeting from 5 to 7 p.m. Uh, I mean, this is really the first race I've ever... Re- I'm more interested in this race than I am the presidential race, just because I guess I feel more, uh, obviously, connected because I live here. But I look at the current city council, and they've most have all been here forever, uh, and nothing's really changing. Uh, they seem more interested in giving Stormy Daniels a key to the city than, you know... I mean, that's great. I know she's a celebrity, probably brought eyes to West Hollywood, but I don't care about Stormy Daniels. I want, you know, the streets are getting dirtier, more unsafer. Uh, There's too much uh, underdevelopment uh, of critical services. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think the city needs another hotel. Uh, There's not enough parking. I mean, I feel like an old man saying all these things. <laughs> I never no, thought- I think it's there. There's complacency that needs to change, and I, I'm not saying that the incumbents have not done a lot because they have changed a lot. They have, they have made some changes, but, 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 life goes on and things move on, and I think it's important for us to have the opportunity to serve as well, and make that good change in the community that, that it needs. Just some change. I'm, I mean, I know you can't blow up the whole, you know, city. and like <laughs> Start from uh, scratch, no. Yeah, I mean, uh, but it's just the traffic is, you know, on Sunset now with all those developments and, and there's the one right at the top of Sunset and uh, La Cienega, uh, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad. The building's gone because a, a lot of struggling stand-up comics used to live there mm. and then they became famous. Uh, and that's going to be a, a looks to be some kind of a high rise or, or condo complex, and it's like that intersection. In addition to the Pendry, uh, which is where the House of Blues used to be, which mm-hmm. is so sad to me. To I, I hope the Troubadour stays because every time I look at where the Pendry, and for those of you not knowing what that is, it's a massive uh, complex. That, you know, bye bye view. Bye bye, House of Blues, which is so legendary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just, there's got to be something. There's got to be a happy medium, I guess, of like newer businesses stimulate the economy, but like not just turn this into a concrete jungle. Yeah. And, and specifically on that uh, community, I'm in real estate as well. And I, I very well know what that development is. And for the amount of square footage there is there, the per units they start about three million, four million, and I wish that we would have had the opportunity to have the choice to have more affordable housing there too, maybe a mixed use kind of right. opportunity. And so there needs to be more responsible development, and and I believe that the development that is happening now it needs to be adjusted. If we're if we're talking about like we don't have enough housing. There has to be a way to do so. So, yeah, and I, I certainly don't know uh, the answers to the happy medium, but uh, you know, especially during COVID now, where you know the six month uh, break is over, so now rents due, and and you're seeing so many places close, and uh, you know, like there's four bars at the end of this street, basically that are 
going to go out of business. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not to blame the city council for that, but uh, you know, Flaming Saddles is is now uh, some interesting activities happening there at night in the patio, and and probably the saddest thing I've ever seen was uh, I saw the the owner of Flaming Saddles crying on his bike. Oh. You know, he was they were taking out everything and he he just looks so defeated and like sad. And I know they have a another bar in New York. So mm -hmm. he's got something to fall back on. But mm -hmm. you see Revolver, it's basically out of business. Mickey's, which I I mean, I always told people if I could own a business, it would be Mickey's. Mm -hmm. They're always crowded. Right. Like it could be a snowstorm. Yeah. Mickey's would be packed. Yeah, and West Hollywood has rent stabilization, which I think there needs to be some also adjustment. Like we, there has not been that many amendments or addendums that had happened there. Um, but I think there is some room for exploration on business stabilization, rent stabilization, because my I don't know if you know V Wine Room, it's a little tiny. Uh, wine place that is struggling as well yeah. because you know everybody is but he had mentioned that some of the people that own the the uh the buildings they don't have any type of rent uh ordinance and that they can just increase it as much as they want to and i believe that we not that we want to tell people what to do but we want to have some sort of normalcy normalcy in terms of if you're charging $10,000 a month and then all of a sudden when the lease is due two years later you're doing it to $20,000 a month that's gonna put the business out of business yeah I mean it's so, uh, so sad like when I walk the dog at any time I, I see GNC just went out of business which is like that's the scary thing is you're seeing businesses who you know have money mm -hmm. uh, 24 hour fitness which is an iconic uh gym in west hollywood uh i don't know what what the long-term prognosis is but it, i can't see that lasting that i don't know what that rent is but it's basically a super 24-hour fitness like mm -hmm. i i don't see that surviving and right uh, well it is a curveball running for city council during COVID, right like being able to fundraise for you to have the name recognition making sure that you're able to provide but it's like I, I know a lot of the new um, or second timers that are running and we're doing uh, grassroots, grassroots, asking people for five, ten dollars, twenty dollars. Some other such as the incumbents have the capability of getting the developments or developers to give them thousands of dollars. I mean, the, the maximum you can do on the contribution here in West Hollywood was increased from five hundred dollars to a thousand dollars. And that's the maximum. Um, some of them have raised over a hundred thousand dollars, and I question. I don't have a lot of people that can give me a thousand dollars per person. You know, not a lot of people, but not in that realm. Well, I mean, so. uh, and that that's goes back to like the developers doing like handshake, wink, wink. You know, and they still have developments that are working progress, and as you can tell, you you'll you'll drive around and you'll see the names of the people that are in city council that are being supported by them. And that's exactly where most of their signs are, which I'm, is really interesting to me. Oh, it's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's, I wish that there were some 
sort of leveling the field where and i don't want to mention names but you could pretty much guess if you follow west hollywood politics which names we're talking about but that that was some sort of way to level the field for people like you my friend matt ralston mm -hmm. who uh all of matt ralston's friends were stand-up comics they had no money like yeah i mean you could, it could be worse you could be a stand-up comic <laughs> uh but you know i really liked some of matt's ideas but it was just like like the ultimate uh david versus goliath exactly like he's going exactly. up against well thankfully now there are term limits and the incumbents will be their would be their last term but before they didn't there's uh four four year terms per city council and uh, you're able to uh, run or serve for three years, uh, four terms before there weren't any. Because, uh, and I'll mention names. You don't have to, like, uh, no, but I, I don't want to get you into, I, I'm trying to help you win, not hurt you. But, like, uh, John Heilman, John D'Amico, and John Duran, they've been here forever. Like, and uh, it's nothing personal, but it's like something needs to change. Like, uh, because how they're doing it, I'm just speaking as a potential voter. Mm -hmm. It ain't working. Like, right. the city's going downhill so much that I've started looking for homes far away from here. And that makes me sad because I love West Hollywood. Right. Uh, and that's the thing is like having a conversation of even yesterday having lunch and seeing the flag of the United States now and how it is that I'm proud to have become a naturalized citizen and how amazing and, and honored I am to be in this country. But the only thing I can think of when I see the flag is the is POTUS right now. And that makes me really sad and embarrassed, honestly. I mean... So, and it, and that's the thing. I, I, I respect the leadership that the city council has done thus far and the incumbents. Just we need new change. We need blood, new blood. We need new perspectives. People that are going to have that energy to take the time to go outside and talk to the businesses like during the looting i just went outside and talked not because i wanted them to vote for me right but to check in on them and see like are you okay because either they're boarded up they just reopened it was literally like that weekend on june when the gyms reopened everything reopened and i don't know how this happened but the looting started happening literally the day after so my opinion might be conspiracy theory but you never know they were fully stocked Everything was fully stocked, and what happened? All the money went away. Yeah, I mean that so. was uh, well, that was scary because I was here in the '92 uh, riots, the riots, you know, the yeah. Rodney King, uh, and uh, it wasn't that scary because I lived in Century City at the time. I was like, "Well, they're never going to get here." Mm -hmm. Like my friend who worked for uh, Larry Flint. Well, <laughs> that's another podcast, maybe. That's. <laughs> seven other podcasts <laughs> but he was a freelance writer uh, and one of the magazines he wrote for was uh, soldier of fortune yeah. uh, so he comes over to my house and he's with like a bucket of uh weapons uh, like uh, rubber grenades and, and uh guns that shot uh, rubber bullets that were legal for some like a, a citizen to have and, and a rambo knife that i still have and i'm like dude they're not getting this far uh, like, I don't need a full out military assault uh, cachet. But this time they did get this far. Uh, Beverly Hills, uh, 
And I found West Hollywood was like the perfect resting area because they would maybe start near downtown. And that's a fair walk. And so they get to West Hollywood and that's where, all right, let's walk around here and let's Melrose and Santa Monica. So it was scary. Yeah. Well, I think, okay. So I was part of one of the protests uh, at the beginning of, of them, but there were peaceful protests. There were walks. There were good conversations happening. But then once evening started, you could see something funky going on. We saw a lot of out of out of um, state licenses right. that were running around, and I saw them right by IHOP one like that same day yeah. they started looting on Melrose. Uh, thankfully, we did have the curfew, even though a lot of there's a lot of controversy as to you you broke my rights and you take my rights away because of the curfew. But like the mayor wanted to keep everyone safe, so like what's the happy medium? Um, I think I thankfully. We were not hurt. We were not harmed, but it got it got close enough, too close for comfort. And knowing that there is something to say right now with all Black Lives Matter, sure, that we need to make sure that we're listening. And it is time for change. Well, time absolutely. for change for sure. Not just in West Hollywood, Ellie. Uh, I mean, I saw it last uh, two Fridays ago uh, when the I think it was Breonna Taylor protest mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think it's it's not the protesters that are the problem. It's the outside. Just taking advantage of the situation. I say looters, because mm-hmm. nothing was being looted, but the outside uh, troublemakers. Because and you could totally tell who they are. Yeah, I'm walking the dog. It's you know, it was something was happening on Sunset, so they were all coming up from Santa Monica, and it was like an ant farm of just mayhem, and all the troublemakers had backpacks on. You could literally see the spray paint cans and whatever else they had. Mm-hmm. Um, it was scary. Like I was in the middle of it. I'm like, oh my god, where are the cops? Yeah. Uh, and then I saw three battalions full of sheriffs and like uh, almost U-Haul type trucks, and mm-hmm. I felt safe again. Because <laughs> uh, you know, in a riot situation, they're in, the sheriffs. They're in a no-win situation. They, right. They stand by. People like me are like, do something. If they do something. And it gets a little aggressive. It's like, that's why there's problems. Uh, right. Exactly. So. Uh, no, and I, and I think we've, we've had, I mean, and even worldwide, we're seeing the Azerbaijani and the Turkish and the um, Armenian population standing up because there is a lot of things in the world that needs to be changed. Um, take Keeping accountable of people that the leader of the world not wanting to wear a mask because of. I'm not even going to go there because it makes me really upset. But uh, it is important to be responsible, take accountability. And it it starts from where you live. That's why it's so important for people to vote and let their voice be heard and and learn about the propositions. Because there is 12 propositions on the ballot in California. And do you have one that means a a little more to you than... (sighs) I mean, I want to get you upset. No, 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 no. I mean, this is why I'm doing this. It's like uh, Proposition 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Some of them, uh, for example, Prop 15 is taxes on commercial property. Uh, There's controversy on that one on my part personally, because we are seeing that the money is going to go to schools. Yes, right? And it's going to go to the community. Awesome. However, 
what would happen here in West Hollywood specifically, uh, the cap for people that are not going. So what's going to happen is the commercial businesses who, for example, got uh, bought in $19.99 for $700,000 and it's now $3.54 million. It's going to get assessed to what is now, meaning that they're going to be paying the property taxes of what is now. Right. Who's the owners are going to pay for that, right? However, yes, the money is going to go to the community. But what's going to happen to the small businesses that are residing in that specific commercial business? It's going to trickle down to them, meaning they're going to have to pay a lot more uh, on rent. So it's a controversy. A lot of people are just seeing it's going to schools and the community, which is needed right now. I don't think that's the way to go. So there's a lot of it, a lot of research that needs to be done. It takes a lot of work for a voter to do. So I encourage everyone to look at things. If you have any questions, please feel free to call me, text me, email me. Um, I'd be happy to answer any questions. Do you have a website and all that? Yes. So my website is Noemi, N-O-E-M-I, the number four, WeHo, W-E-H-O.com. Noemi, for WeHo.com. Um, and my email address is Noemi at Noemi for WeHo.com. Uh, I've been see, I've been hearing a lot of people calling and emailing, and I'm taking the time to, to answer back and, and phone me, phoning back. But it is important for people to be, a, um, account, not accountable, but take yes. the time to do, to do the due diligence of voting and, uh, and showing up. Yeah. I mean, I actually registered because I'm so frustrated with how the city is run west mm-hmm. hollywood specifically and, and really santa monica boulevard i mean i but even if you go on melrose which i guess is considered west hollywood uh it's frightening how many businesses are are gone yeah i mean it's kind of tricky because sometimes uh melrose and orlando is not west hollywood but if you go a little bit further west it is right. but then it's not so it's like it's a really funky Yeah, map. I mean, I, I didn't mean to disparage Melrose. I just, I think, when I think West Hollywood, I think Santa Monica Boulevard. And, yes. And, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and but, even the comedy store is considered, I think, West Hollywood. And exactly. And that's Sunset and uh, like Sweetser almost. So, yes. Uh, and, and we're encouraging people to vote early. There is three ballot uh, locations, uh, vote by mail. They're actually this big concos of, Mailboxes are not the regular US, uh, USPS right. uh, Postal Service. They are uh, blue and yellow, and it gives you information in many languages, one of which is on Plummer Park Community Center front entrance, City Hall on Sweetster side, which is where the parking right. lot is, right by ha- across the street from Hamburg. Hamburger Mary's, uh, and the West Hollywood Park, which is the closer to you. So if you keep going south, Past the dog park is right by city council chambers. And uh, there seems to be a lot of fear amongst voters that if they drop off their votes in, in those mailbox type uh, receptacles or, or mail in, they want assurances that their vote's going to get counted. Because mm-hmm. it is scary to just put your vote in the mail and go, oh, I hope it works out. Like You're, you're able to actually track it. Oh, okay. You can That's track good. your ballot. 
because uh, I don't know if that's the case for the national vote coming up, uh, which is very yeah. interesting. Well, yeah, we need to not overwhelm the postal service, and uh, and also make sure that the the vote gets there. And we're going to have live votes uh, right. centers on November third, but we're encouraging people to vote early. So in West Hollywood, they should be starting to get their ballots uh, by mail right. this week. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. And tomorrow, which is Tuesday, um, the campaign uh, has the honor to have a billboard on Santa Monica and Fairfax. And we're going to have a little meet and greet from 1230 to 2.30. Oh, great. Yeah, so I'll be there. If you guys want to stop by, say hello. We'll have some posters and stickers for you. And I'll be happy to get to know you. So, Yeah. So please, we'll uh, that's uh, for those of you who are semi-local. Uh, <laughs> of course, my Canadian fans, I don't think you'll be there, but it's where the Whole Foods is, on uh, Santa Monica and Fairfax. Uh, I believe there's a dispensary there as well, but we won't. Uh, yeah, there's a Starbucks on this on the northwest corner of um, Santa Monica right. and Fairfax, but we're supporting a small business that's called Coffee Coffee, okay, which is right by it. And so we, I told the owner that we're going to swing by and, support by buying some coffee and and making sure that they're doing well but yeah it'll be exciting because uh i've never seen a billboard with my face on it before awesome. <laughs> but but i i want to make sure that we're able to provide the information that um that the city needs and it's a good trafficked area oh so. it's the best traffic mm -hmm. area mm -hmm. uh well noemi uh thank you very much for doing this like uh, I was really trying hard, one, to not mispronounce your name <laughs> uh, because of my love of showgirls, which I told you about. I was, uh, don't, whatever you do, don't call her Nomi. Uh, yes. And, but well, the way that I explained my name, just like I told you, is a lot of people call me Naomi. And I'm like, no, no, it's like I did not win an Emmy. I'm a bad yeah. actress, bad Noemi for me. Don't people like start laughing. Maybe an Oscar, maybe city council. <laughs> well, sorry, no city Emmy. council. Now, so tomorrow, one last question. Yes. Uh, it, it it's labeled a candidate forum, but is it more or less a debate? Like, will you be able to sit there and look at, without mentioning any names, uh, Joe Smith and go, I don't like how Joe Smith. Will, will there be, a, for lack of a better word, uh, live combat between two people who don't share the same views of how to run the city? You know, it's been really uh, amicable in the last forums we've had. We've had one with uh, the Israeli coalition. We've had one with um, the Stonewall. And the way that it looks is just like a Zoom meeting. So right. everybody looks at each other. And there is a moderator and they ask a question and everyone answers it. They have a, either two minute or one minute to actually answer. So... It has been great to be able to listen to everyone's opportunity to talk about what they feel and how they feel about it. So you'll get to know uh, us, uh, everybody that's running. It's nine of us, 10 on the ballot, but nine of us now. I think a couple, there were 11, sorry, a couple uh, dropped out. But but it's, yeah, again, it's, at, uh, it's a Zoom meeting. Uh, would you be able to provide them with the registration? Oh, absolutely. Or? Okay. I'll send you the link for the registration and is backed up by the League of Women Voters, the West Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, and Channel 4. And hosted by the great Robert Kovacic. If you're a local uh, uh, Los Angeles, you will recognize him from uh, Channel 4. Yes. I used to take fitness classes with him. He probably doesn't, oh, know, good. My, uh, he probably doesn't know my name, to be honest with you. But uh, I, I can't think of someone who's better off... Uh, 
he's a pretty level-headed and even keel guy so if there's any fireworks he won't be like chris wallace last week in the debate who just let it all develop into a I don't know, whatever that was. Well, the good thing about Zoom is that you're able to mute someone. Oh, so okay. there you go. If they start getting a little crazy, which honestly, I my my goal for this campaign for me was to be able to for whoever my friends were that were running to keep my friendship. Sure. To keep my my campaign transparent in supporting other people and hopefully encourage other women, especially of color, to run. It's not the easiest thing in the world. It's actually super hard. Uh, but what I want to leave everyone with is that we have to make sure that we can take care of each other and also our mental health specifically. So we have to nourish ourselves, be able to provide uh, the support that we need. And um, and yeah, it's going to be an uh, interesting candidate forum. I think it's going to be one of our last ones, truly. Yeah, because yeah. I guess it's, we're in the home stretch. Yeah, home stretch. Uh, and... Uh, it's important for uh, the potential voters to see who you're voting for. I mean, it's never been easier to with Zoom and Skype. I don't know if, if Skype is involved at all in these things, but uh, you know, it's the new way of uh, voting. Is is there's no uh, rallies anymore, uh, at least this year. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have no excuse. You can sit at home in your underwear and watch this debate, <laughs> and you know make informed decisions because if you're a west hollywood uh, resident something needs to change uh and it's like i i will say that the current city council they've done some good work absolutely like uh in aids related uh, issues uh it, but uh you know and just normal issues of traffic and no parking and, and venues like the troubadour potentially closing down a 24-hour fitness which in west hollywood if that gym goes uh away there's gonna be some riots uh and so you know the sheriff department interactions with the public probably could be uh you know improved so please vote i'm not gonna say who i'm voting for but she's in my apartment right now <laughs> which shows you how good of a candidate she is i'm not gonna persuade you but i would love your support oh i'm so telling you, you i'm voting for you oh I mean, okay the last time I voted was literally I registered to vote for Schwarzenegger because I was a fan of the movie Predator. And I'm like, uh, That'd be cool <laughs> to have him uh, in office. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I was right on that one. So, uh, I mean, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, and if you're in, around the uh, L.A. area tomorrow, Fairfax, Santa Monica, uh, there'll be 1230 to 230, was it? Yeah. So I volunteer with Project Angel Food every morning on Tuesday. So we'll be there right after. And are you on Instagram and Twitter? Do you do that thing? Yes. So Instagram is uh, I am Noemi Torres. Uh, that's my personal, and you're more than welcome to please follow me there. Or Noemi, the number four, WeHo, at Noemi for WeHo. So please follow her. And, uh, you know, she's like the little politician that could. like, Because I can't emphasize to you guys enough, especially those of you who are unfamiliar with West Hollywood, uh, there's no in-between in terms of the city council. There's the developed, backed people on it, and then there's the people who aren't backed by them. And it's a gigantic financial gap between the support that, uh, you know, you're not going to see, and I want to mention names so badly, but I don't want to. I won't if you can, if you want to. Okay, I, I, I will. Now, this is not Noemi's views, but, you know, the. The John Heilmans, the John Durans, uh, 
you know, they're backed by major, major uh, developers, and Noemi isn't. So, like, they're not going to be at a Starbucks tomorrow hoofing for votes because they don't have to. Which, mind you, will be social distancing. We're, we'll be wearing our masks. We'll be having hand sanitizer. So everybody will be safe. At six, uh, I almost said six inches. Uh, I just had Subway. Uh, six feet apart. You know, it's, But it's even harder for someone like you yes. uh, to uh, do a grassroots, uh, small budget campaign with social distancing. Like, right, right. Even in the best of times, you're hoping for maybe let's say 50 people to show up tomorrow because mm-hmm. that's a lot in a smaller city. Now uh, we can't have 50. We have 25 and they got to be spread apart. So uh, I'm really asking my fans vote with your head and heart. Uh, and this is the first time I'm voting, like I said, since Schwarzenegger <laughs> and we know what a disaster he was. So hopefully Noemi <laughs> gives me a victory in the voting column because uh, it's the last time I vote for someone because they were in a good movie. Uh, so this is Inappropriate Earl, uh, based in West Hollywood. I'm a West Hollywood tax uh, um, payer, so I'm very, this city is near and dear to me, and I want to see it uh, off to bigger and better things. And uh, I think Noemi's the person to maybe not change it all by herself, but she needs to be on the city council to give it some new blood and some new direction. And uh, hopefully we can do it November 3rd. And uh, thank you guys for listening. This might be the last time I ever do a political episode. <laughs> As you can see, I'm struggling not to ask like some stupid questions. So now there's never a stupid question. I just don't know if I would be able to answer it. So <laughs> yeah, well, we'll just leave it at that. There are plenty of stupid questions on this podcast. So uh, I love you guys all. Vote for New Emmy Taurus. Uh, she's the real deal. And just so you don't think that this is some bought and paid for interview i've never met her before literally this is the first time we've been in a room together and so uh i'm speaking from the heart uh she gets nothing from my endorsement uh and i just want to see a good person be in office november 3rd vote early Hope and pray.